What is up, everybody, and welcome to this special episode of the American Deciding Factor podcast. We are recording this. Uh, me and Cameron are not together as we usually are when we record these podcast episodes. We are currently doing somewhat of a phone interview in order to record this, but it is a special time, and Russia has invaded Ukraine, and we have got to get the word out, and we have got to cover this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime kind of event and we are here bringing you the coverage and our opinions and some facts on this event as it is happening and as it is unfolding so get ready for this episode it's a little bit informal but we're trying to get this out there for you guys so let's go ahead and go So um, if you haven't heard uh, by now, then you're probably living under a rock. So Russia has finally made the uh, step forward, the attempt, I guess, to uh, quote unquote invade Ukraine. They are calling it a uh, was it a special military operation? But it's uh, it's it's an invasion. That's what yeah. it is. They're they're literally they're invading um ukraine from three different sides of uh, i'm reading here um yeah i know that they were talking about uh a lot of news channels were running that they were doing an amphibious assault uh from the south as well Um, as the eastern invasion and i find that's so funny you were like uh oh if you're living under a rock or you just go to bed at a decent hour yeah um, as we're doing this uh me and isaiah uh, doing this, this is basically kind of like he said, a phone interview. It is currently 1230 EST or AM EST. Um, but we want to make sure that we get this information out to you guys. But yes. Um, and it's 730 AM in, in Ukraine. It was, at the, I believe it was 4 AM uh, when the invasion was officially announced. Right. And so they, this they, was a early morning move by Putin. They started, uh, they started at the crack of dawn, which makes sense. Um, I think it really, uh, from what it looks like, too, it has really caught um, everyone off guard. Like, they, yeah. no one was really expecting a full invasion. Um, but at the same time, and uh, before we get into some facts about this and, like, what's really happening so far, what we know, because this is happening in real time, um, that uh, Putin smells weakness. He, he senses it, and he is... Uh, capturing uh, or he is trying attempting to capture the moment by uh, by pulling off something as big as this because I can tell you this 100% um, if Donald Trump was currently president this would not be happening oh absolutely and I mean Trump made a phone interview on the Ingram angle before we even heard word from President Biden about this at all and well, he's still asleep yeah well <laughs> we've now heard that apparently he's had a phone call with Zelensky but uh, we have no uh, details about what that phone call was about. Um, I mean, obviously, there's some diplomatic actions taking place. Uh, of course, that members of parliament and uh, diplomats are waking up all over the world uh, to attend to this issue. And uh, NATO, I think it's NATO, or it might be United Nations, one of the two, is currently uh, like in a session right now in New York the City. The United Nations, yeah. The United Nations. They're currently talking right now in New York. So 
All yeah, politicians, so, all world leaders, they're up. <laughs> so let's get into some facts of this, and I'm going to try and state where I'm getting the news from. It seems that it's ABC and NBC, like, hate them or not, they are the ones that have the best reporting on this so far. Yeah. Um, so I'll primarily be reading from them. Um, but then we'll, uh, to finish this out, I will give, and I'm sure you will give your opinion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, and this is coming from NBC News, <clears throat> it says that the Russian president, that being Vladimir Putin, well, I can't, I can never say his name right, um, in a televised speech early Thursday says he has ordered a special military operation, quote unquote, that he calls it, in eastern Ukraine, according to AP and uh, BBC News, or yeah, sorry, um, and it says explosions have been reported in multiple cities in Ukraine following Putin's announcement. And Ukraine's government confirmed a full-scale invasion of Ukraine was underway. The the president of the United States, Joe Biden, um, hate him or love him. Uh, obviously, we have a, a pretty one-sided opinion here on this show. Um, mm-hmm. He says that <laughs> that uh, he says that President Putin has chosen a pre- premeditated war that will bring a c- catastrophic loss of life and human suffering. Um, and some of the things it says you need to know is that a Ukrainian president, I'm not even going to attempt to read his name. Zelensky. Yeah. Whatever. It says he has uh, declared martial law in the country and urged Ukrainians to stay home. Um, It says the Ukrainian interior ministry says Russian troops have landed in Odessa and are crossing the border in uh, Kharkov, if I'm saying that right. And um, the reports of rocket fire, and explosions in Kiev, in the capital of Ukraine, and that mm-hmm. the Russian military has said that it has targeted Ukrainian air bases and other military assets, but has not attacked populated areas. Yeah, we're also people are reporting that uh, these Russian strikes are going after like um, police and first responders, but I don't exactly know what that is. Um, I know that obviously military targets would be a top priority that's common sense well absolutely because um, if you want if you want to take I, what it looks like to me and i'm sorry to cut you off no you're is good that based on what vladimir putin uh has stated and i'm trying to find it to confirm the source but what i saw um i was reading i think it was on newsmax but i'm not i like i said i'm trying to find it right now um basically putin stated that um any force that tries to uh, to stop what Russia is doing, whether it be another nation or Ukraine itself, will be met with um, like an attack that we haven't seen in yeah. the past few decades. Um, but however, that their purpose, like that they basically they want they want Ukraine, but they don't want to hurt like the people of Ukraine, right? Because mm-hmm. to them, they want the land. Because to them, this is a part of their land, right? These are their people. Um, it's not like something that we saw maybe, you know, 70 or 80 years ago where it was, oh, we're invading these people because we don't like them and want to get rid of them. This is a case where they're like, this is our land, not yours. We want it back. Um, so I will try and confirm that in a second. But, yeah, I just want to uh, speak for really quickly for like 30 seconds and say that um, just remember, everybody, that uh, – and I'll I'll quote this directly from the president. Uh, oh my gosh! Right here it is. Oh oh, from February twenty first of twenty twenty, Joe Biden stated 
Vladimir Putin does not want me to be president. He does not want to, me to be our nominee because he wasn't you know, president yet. Uh, he says, if you're wondering why, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever gone toe-to-toe with him. So um, he stated this in 2020, but we are about to see uh, what Joe Biden really has up his sleeve, right? Because the adults are back in charge now. Us simpletons wouldn't understand, but uh, I just find it kind of um, – I, I find it not like, – I wouldn't say humorous, but, like, interesting that, you know, Joe Biden is ta- – he talked a lot of talk, but now we're going to see what's going to actually happen. Yeah, and, we're going to see if my, he has the, the bite behind that bark. Right, and um, in my, I will say this is uh, my opinion, but I believe it's probably closely related to yours. Um, but And I stated when we started the show that uh, – that Putin smells weakness. He knows that the United States is weak, that our, that our, or I shouldn't say the United States is, but our leaders are weak. They're incompetent. Um, same with other Western countries. And in my opinion, I think that he is doing this because he wants to see what we are really going to do, right? Are we really going to put ourselves in this situation to stop them? Um, or are we going to let him take it, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. He is a uh, Vladimir Putin, even though I think he is not a good person. I do not like him in any way, shape or form. Um, I think he and this is a this is a strategically smart move. And it is going to make the not only our president, but Western nations and other nations of Europe really, really, um, really, really have to think hard about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard someone say that this is. This is the first move of the East checking the West and seeing what the West is really made of. And the right. East is, the East is finally That's coming so out good. and um, trying to – I mean, there's kind of been – after, obviously, the collapse of the Soviet Union, um, there, was, there was still some, somewhat of a Cold War going on, I guess you could say. It ramped down it, – it died down very, very much. But – it has recently kind of ramped back up uh, to the point where we're really just mainly focused like economically and uh, how powerful we are as a military, but it had nothing to do with hostilities towards each other up until now, I guess we're trying to see uh, Russia's trying to see what the West is made of. If we're going to just roll over and not actually support Ukraine as we had talked about doing, or if we're actually going to step up. And I honestly think that it might be somewhat of a somewhat of a plot for him to see who does step up and whoever does step up is on his hit list now. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I believe that the not like I'm totally in the affirmative. I'm totally OK with um, pushing sanctions like hard. I'm talking harsh sanctions on um, nations or the nation of Russia, but also anyone that supports them in doing this. Um, because I think that this would be a great way to be like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't rely on foreign oil, oh, yeah. especially foreign oil um, to, to uh, be the main source for the United States. Maybe we should extract and refine our own oil here in the United States. I think this is going to be a great argument for that. And, oh, yeah, this is a great argument for the nationalists. This is this right. is where the nationalists start to look like the sane people in the room finally, which we we know all along that they are. Y- yes, but what what I'm really the broader point I'm trying to get at is that um, 
in no way, shape, or form uh, should America get involved in this in any other way. Like, it's fine for us to provide uh, Ukraine if their army actually stands up and fights um, the ne- the stuff necessary to fight back against the Russians and to sanction them. But this is not America's fight. Um, this is not something that we need to get involved in um, because this is a dispute between them and Russia and not us. Like, if it's very, if it's really that big of a deal to uh, to the countries in Europe, like France, Germany, Poland, mm-hmm. the UK, they need to they need to help them and not us. This is not our fight, and we should America should not be the forefront of this. And I my fear is that that's what Joe Biden is going to make it into. He's going to be like, uh, this you know, is don't our be, chance. Don't, don't yeah, be surprised. To... Do not be surprised, everyone. And I don't mean to fear monger or to, you know, or to scare people, but do not be surprised if Joe Biden gets up on that podium tomorrow and declares that he, we are going to go to war with Russia or, um, you know, to go, we're going to go to Ukraine to fight back against the Russian Federation to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Right. Um, which should not happen. But however, uh, just do, do not be surprised because that in, in the way it's, it's looking, the that is the way it's trending currently. Yeah, it's absolutely still on the table. And um, gosh, there was a point I was thinking of. Oh, yes, for uh, for people who are currently wondering or who might not know, as of right now, America has no boots on the ground in Ukraine. Uh, it's it's we have we have no uh, personnel over there as of right now. We have personnel in Europe in uh, some Eastern European, like NATO ally nations, uh, but we do not have any currently in Ukraine. And as of right now, Ukraine seems to have a very strong will. They say that they're extremely willing to fight, that they don't necessarily need help from other nations in terms of actual bodies to be on the ground fighting with them. They say that they're determined enough and that they can do this on their own. The only thing that they asked was for sanctions and for air support uh, or like a no fly zone over Ukraine uh, that other nations could help enforce. Because if you don't know, um, Ukraine does not have anywhere near the Air Force uh, capacity that uh, Russia does or any other NATO ally nation might have at their disposal. Um. Reading from AFP News Agency, um, it says, and this is actually two hours ago, so this was probably around 1030 Eastern Standard Time or right after the uh, they launched this invasion uh, just a few hours ago. It says Putin calls on the Ukraine military to lay down its arms and that I said this before. I'll say it again. He said it says that Putin vows retaliation against those who interfere with the Russian Ukraine operation, um, that it will be swift and might. Or, you know, like, mightiful. So, I, uh, Putin is not playing around, and it's very obvious. He, um, like we stated, he, uh, he wants this land. He, uh, he, they believe that Ukraine is theirs. And, uh, I do not think he is bluffing when he says that, um, those who interfere with Russian Ukraine operate with this operation will be, um, retaliated against. So, oh, yeah, I don't very, think so very alarming. There's, there's the, um, we know for a fact that Russia claimed at least the colonial pipeline um, cyber attack on America, or maybe not the Russian Federation, but it was a um, some group in Russia. It was 
Russian nationals. And uh, they, there's a reason that they did this at the crack of dawn early in the morning because they wanted the world to see, they wanted the world to wake up and then be on full display. Millions of them, or go ahead, sorry. Yeah, they they wanted the world's eyes on them and they wanted to show people that they're not going to do this in the cover of darkness. They're not going to try and proxy their way around this or uh, beat around the bush, basically. They're, They're going right for the juggler just about. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. It, it's just, it is, uh, it's, I totally agree with your analysis, right? They want the world to see this. Um, but I just want to remind everyone that, uh, we are, <laughs> this is crazy to say, we are one year into Joe Biden's presidency. Um, if we think that this is the worst, right? If this is the worst to come, um, I think we have another thing coming for us. But uh, it's it's definitely we the West, like you said, is going to be tested, like we haven't been in the past. Um, I, I would say probably in the past thirty or forty years um, since you know every a lot of conflict started in the Middle East. But if you don't really have anything else to say, I say we uh, we kind of wrap it up. But there is a great uh, tweet here that I'll read out um, by Scott Pressler. Uh, if um, uh, once you you know finish some final words. <laughs> yeah. So um, the one thing I will say is, or I guess two things really. First of all, um, Trump did have a phone interview uh, with Laura Ingram on the Ingram Angle. I don't know if anyone caught that or not. He uh, mentioned in this phone interview, and this is just very brief that. Um. It was Obama and Biden that pushed uh, Putin and Russia into the hands of China, because if you don't know, that's another talking point coming up uh, for those of you listening, that um, now Taiwan is in question. Uh, China may be emboldened by this move by Russia to uh, act on Taiwan in some way. Absolutely. But that's, that's, that's the that's first complete, thing that I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's complete speculation at the moment. However, there is someone saying that there was a leak from China who was talking where China mentioned maybe making a move on Taiwan. But as of right now, I don't think there's anything confirmed about that, but there's high speculation surrounding Taiwan. That was the first thing that I uh, put. One of the first things I put out on my Twitter um, was how long until China is emboldened to take Taiwan, right? Because now... We're not talking about years. We're talking about months. We're talking about weeks. Talking about even days, maybe. Yes, absolutely. Depending on how, depending on how uh, ready they are to do this and how eager they are to act. Yes, I. Uh, it is. China is going to be emboldened by this. I don't think it's an. I don't think it's an if. It's a how long is it going to take for them to, yeah. because they're, they, they see what Russia is doing and, and they're going to want to get in on that action too. Right. Yeah. It's not um, an if it's a win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. So I would say, so I just want to put my final words out there. Number one, um, you know, we haven't seen conflict like this uh, in a very long time in decades. Um, but uh, millions of Americans tomorrow are going to wake up to this uh, to this horrifying news, 
and that we should be preaching, we should continue to preach as America first, uh, Republicans, patriots, whatever you want to call us, um, the same nationalist message that we've always preached, and it's this. Um, and, the, and I'm quoting from a quote, or I'm quoting from Scott Pressler um, on Twitter, and it's that uh, so we need to stop funding wars, stop funding, stop funding endless wars, stop military wokeness, stop buying Russian oil, stop the invasion on our, on our southern border, stop funding countries who do business with our adversaries, and stop helping everyone else while our own nation crumbles. I think that is a message that especially the Republican Party, um, but uh, patriots like us should continue to preach because right now um, we know from polls, I believe even from like AP, like it's something less than 30% of Americans want to have conflict in Ukraine, like that we, you know, we want to have boots on the ground. This is a yeah, it's not winning, popular at all. This is a winning message of the nationalists, the pro-American first movement, right? And we should continue to put that message out there, regardless of what Biden and Tony Blinken and all of the woke left-wing crazies that currently occupy the White House um, preach, because that message is a winning message, and it will help us win um, come November. Yeah, absolutely. And I would just in. One last thing here. Um, this is, uh, for those of you who might be familiar with it, for those of you who are not, this is the the cycle continuing of uh, hard times create strong men. And I'm not saying this as a, as a lean-to to where we should get involved in this. Uh, that's not what I'm hinting at when I say that these hard times create strong men. I'm not saying we should get militarily involved boots on the ground. What I am saying is we have a lot of hard work to do in our own country. And it is going to get much harder because of our energy dependence on especially Russia. And we're already seeing the pumps just today get higher in our own area. It's 359, which just last week, it was somewhere around 3.30, so huge increase, and it's time for America to become a sovereign and live up to that name, sovereign and independent nation again, and we have a lot of hard work to do here at home, and it's not going to get any easier with current world events that are going on, but it is time to take back uh, the culture and the country and write the course and prove to the world that America is the beacon of freedom and that America is the superpower of the world and that it is the greatest superpower of the world, despite what may come hell or high water. Absolutely. Well, uh, brother, it's been, uh, it's been good talking to you on this, uh, on this late night, uh, you know, phone interview of sorts, but not really an interview. Um, just remember everyone, uh, and if you're new to this podcast, um, make sure to follow us at deciding factor. That's D S I D I N G factor. Uh, we're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, getter. We will be on true social soon. As soon as, uh, we are on. Yes, absolutely. But, um, just make sure uh, to follow us on all those platforms. We bring conservative, uh, American first content every single freaking day. Um, we work really hard for you guys. 
So make sure to uh, to give us a like, a follow. But yeah, with that, uh, I think I'm done here. Um, let's let's all uh, say a prayer for Ukraine tonight as we as uh, we lay our heads down, and go to bed. But uh, also say a prayer that America does not get involved in this this war that could turn out of this. That is all I have to say as well. So for those of you who are listening, thank you for sticking around and let people know that America needs to, while we can support Ukraine, we need to use this as a great opportunity to say we need to look out for ourselves and we need to let Ukraine handle their business and we need to not fall into this uh, political and military plot that I believe Putin is trying to set because if we fall into this, it could get much worse. We could actually unintentionally make it even worse of a situation. So thank you all for listening and hanging out with us. You're probably seeing this as you wake up. So I hope you have a good day, a good morning, and God bless you, the listener, and God bless America. And liberty necessitates continuous action.